Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. Hello to you. Hello to you and hello to you right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. Roll it on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Can I get an amen? amen? All right. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Get ready for some fun over the next four hours, my friends. Coming up on the show today, we've got Kelly Ford in the next segment to, to tell us how likely each Power Five conference is to get into the college football playoff. There is one coach in the NFL that people continue to tell me is not on the hot seat, and I'm telling you, not going to buy it. I am uh, pulling my best Anchorman impression. What was his name in that movie, Diesel? Will Ferrell in the movie Anchorman. What Ron was his Burgundy. name? Ron Burgundy. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling my best Ron Burgundy and saying, I don't believe you that this guy's not on the hot seat. I don't believe you. We've got our upset picks of the week. We've got Josh Pate joining us at 4.20 p.m. We have new updated standings. Uh, We have a conversation on who is the best commentator in college football today. We've got Corey. The wifey Angela is in the house. We've got Ruby Downs and her band of renowned. And we've got so much more. Roll it on between the hours of 3 p.m. and 7 to be 7 p.m. today. What's good, Corey? Good to see you. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Corey's like, man, I'm working 18-hour shifts. I'm like, you slacker. Where's your 21-hour shift? All right, let's get it. Let's get it going, Corey. Come on, quit slacking over here, my friend. Fantastic to be here. Here's how you guys can take part in the show. You can give us a ring at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663. And you can hit us on the carpro.com text line at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show. Uh, Guys, I'm going to open with this today. All right, we've got Clemson and South Carolina coming your way 11 days from right now. Okay, 11 days from right now. Um, And... I'm going to tell you guys this, okay? In terms of the most hate-filled rivalries in all of college football, I want to open up today by asking you in your opinion where you feel Clemson versus South Carolina ranks in terms of the most hate-filled rivalry. i got to be real with you guys. Moving here four years ago, I had no idea how much y'all hate one another. 
okay? And it makes my life fun. You know, every once in a while, you hit one of you guys on social media who has totally figured me out. They're like, this dude, all he does is pit Clemson and South Carolina against each other. Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for him, Johnny? What do we've got? Of course that's what I do. If you're smart, that's what you do. Okay, you are sitting right in the middle of one of the most hate-filled rivalries in sports. Of course, I want to be I want to be the the ring announcer there. Okay? Of course, I want to be ringing the bell and letting you guys go at it. Of course, I want to be poking and prodding and instigating. Of course, I want to do that. I don't take that as a diss. I don't take that as a bad mark. I take that as the mark of excellence, right? It's one of the most hate-filled rivalries in college football. And to me, folks, in terms of all the rivalries in college football, in terms of hate, it is number three. It is number three. I've got Michigan-Ohio State number one. I've got Alabama-Auburn number two. And I've got Clemson-South Carolina number three. Now, Auburn and Alabama are separated by about three and a half hours. Rumor has it you can get pulled over in the state of Alabama. And if you happen to guess the cop's team, right, you get out of a ticket. Rumor has it that ha- that's happened to quite a few people. Now, it helps if you're a Sheila and you're cute and you bat your eyelashes a little bit, right? You give a little wink, blow a kiss, right? That helps. But I'm told you can get out of a ticket that way. Michigan and Ohio State, these people won't befriend the other side. These people won't date the other side. I am fully convinced that the house divided license plates that you see came from Michigan and Ohio State because that divides the house. But I'm telling you guys, I had no idea where I was coming in 2019 in terms of the vitriol and the hate and the total inability to say anything nice about the other side. I'll challenge you guys right now. If you're a South Carolina fan, say something nice about Clemson. You can't do it. If you are a Clemson fan, say something nice about South Carolina. You can't do it. You can't do it. So here you go. Dabo Sweeney, better coach than South Carolina has ever had in his existence. Every single Gamecock fan would accept Dabo Sweeney with open arms tomorrow if he ever wanted to lower himself by going to coach at that school. I despise Clemson. I don't even like their kids or their dogs. That's exactly right. Exactly right. On the South Carolina side, what's good? Well, what's good is you got a really intimidating home field advantage. You got a great color scheme. Your gear looks better than Clemson gear. Sorry, your one-loss record doesn't. Your trophy case sure as hell doesn't, okay? But your gear looks better, okay? If I want to be the cool kid in high school, orange ain't doing it for me, okay? I'm allowed to say that I'm a Gator fan. Our colors are orange and blue. Orange stinks, all right? It, like, no, who says, man, you know what I want to get? Let me go get some new threads. Let me get some orange. Who says that? Orange is a bad color. I'm capable of saying nice things about each side. Why aren't you? Why aren't you? 
So anyway, guys, um, I, you know, to me, and I opened today by asking you guys, uh, where does Clemson, South Carolina rank among the all-time hate-filled rivalries in college football? It's above Army-Navy. It's easily above Army-Navy. Why? Because Army-Navy, they want to beat one another, but there's a brotherhood there. They respect one another. We respect both entities, right? We love the pageantry. They want to win, no doubt. Believe you me, they want to win. But there's such respect there. There's no respect here. There's no respect between Michigan and Ohio State, between Alabama and Auburn, between Clemson and South Carolina. And somewhat innocently, in, 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 a, in a dainty fashion, I just wedge my way right in between that rivalry, right? Best compliment I've ever received in, in, here in the, in the upstate is, Mark, you are the Paul Feinbaum of the state of South Carolina, and I'm here for it, my friends. I'm here for it. And I'm also here to tell you that that is the third most contempt-filled rivalry in all of college football. Agree or disagree? We're on the medal stand. We are. You Clemson fans, you South Carolina fans, and our beautiful radio station that gets to, just gets to wage the war between you two guys. 71307 on the uh, carpro.com text line. Look at this. Uh, Can you say something nice about the other side? A texter says, nicely as can be, bleep Clemson. (laughs) But he says the word. Only you can't say that on the air. Can't do it. Uh, what do you guys think? 71307 on the carpro.com text line. Diesel, I say it's number three in contempt. Am I right? Am I way off? Only Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama or and Auburn are higher on the hate scale. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any others that might be able to challenge that. I mean, no, it's not going to be Southern Cal versus UCLA. Nobody cares. It's there. not going to be Washington, Washington State. Uh, I think it's more on one side of that rivalry than the other. Uh, God, I'm trying to think. Is Mississippi, Ole, uh, Mississippi State, Miss, Ole Miss uh, a hate-filled rivalry that bad? Maybe Texas and A&M? But that's not really a rivalry because they don't play each other anymore. At least they, they haven't for a while. They will have to start playing each other again. Maybe, maybe A&M Texas is the closest that might be able to sneak in there. Texter says, Mark, how do you see the FSU Florida game going? Closer than the experts think, Texter. Texter says, there's only a few of us sexy enough to pull off wearing orange. Uh, Texter, it's not you. Okay, sorry to say, it's not you. Texter says, Texas, Oklahoma, Diesel. Oklahoma, Texas versus Clemson, South Carolina. Is there more hate there? There's better football there, right? That's, that's not a knock on Clemson. It's a knock on South Carolina, okay? Georgia and Tennessee, no chance. No chance. No chance is there more vitriol in Georgia, Tennessee than there is uh, in Clemson, South Carolina. Oklahoma and Texas, there's a debate there. There's no doubt about it. There's a debate there. So how big is this year's game, Clemson against South Carolina? How big is it? Well, if you've got a winning record against Dabo's Clemson, you get a statue, and you get a statue, and you get a statue, statue for all. If you have a winning record against Clemson with Dabo Sweeney, you have a statue erected. 
Look, I can use the word there, okay? The family show, eyes appear, eyes appear, okay? You get a statue if you've got a winning record against Dabo Sweeney, all right? And I'll go ahead and say it. I think the standards are so low in Columbia and among Gamecock fans, all right? I think they're so low that there are Gamecock fans out there where if South Carolina beats Kentucky, beats Clemson, goes 6-6, six and six, and then goes to the Scrubbing Bubbles Toilet Bowl, there are Gamecock fans that will consider that a good season. There's no Gator fan in existence that considers this a good season if Florida finishes 6-6 six and six and beats Florida State. This is already a bad season. You lost to Arkansas at home. You gave up a school record number of yards against LSU. You know why? Because we, the Florida Gators, have standards. We have standards. You guys, I'm trying to work with you on elevating your standards because they stink. You can no longer have a good season. We established what the parameters were at the beginning of the year for the Gamecocks. Nine and three is the goal. Eight and four, two years in a row, is success. Seven and five is disappointment. Six and six and below is failure. All that can be achieved right now by by the Gamecocks is failure. Don't worry. Clemson is already there. Okay? Clemson is already there. You can finish strong if you're Clemson. You can finish in the top 25. You can bank a bowl game like you did a few years ago and play a team like Iowa State. But this season is also a failure by your standards. Okay? Well, why are we listening to you then, Mark Ryan? Because we are the one show, we are the one station that's going to shoot straight with you, okay? You listen to this station, the Fan Upstate, Rob Brown show with Lonzo, they're going to shoot straight with you. You're gonna, you listen to this show, Mark Ryan and Diesel, we're going to shoot straight with you. Now, we're a little bit harsher than our morning show, okay? I, I was born this way, blame, blame my mom and dad. You know, I shake what my mama gave me on a daily basis, all right? We're a little bit harsher. But it's nothing but tough love for you guys. It's nothing but tough love. Um, So can Beamer do it? Can Beamer beat Clemson a second year in a row? Yeah, he can. And that's the thing that makes all Clemson fans very nervous. It's already been a down year. Already been a bad year, right? You don't want to go from bad to worse. South Carolina is throwing a Hail Mary on its season. Because if they're able to beat Clemson two years in a row, and you know I'm telling you the truth, South Carolina fans, there's a good percentage of that fan base that's going to walk around with a smile on their face all offseason. All offseason. Shouldn't be that way, but it is. But it is, right? Beamer's now 4-6 and six on the year. There's nothing Beamer can do but between now and the end of the season to finish with a better record than Will Muschamp had through three seasons. Nothing. And you guys hate Will Muschamp, right? Through three years, <laughs> he's, he can't do anything to finish ahead of that guy. The next loss will ensure that South Carolina is worse than Will Muschamp through three years. This, this, this year's game is massive. Clemson has not been good on the road in any respect this year been really bad on the road in all honesty this year uh and it's going to be fascinating to see how this whole thing winds up right clemson 
One win on the road all year long at Syracuse. One win on the road. Clemson's got to do something special. South Carolina's got to do something special. And, folks, I cannot wait to see it. 71307 on the carpro.com text line. Your upset picks of the week coming at 4 o'clock p.m. today. Josh Pate coming at 420 p.m. this afternoon. Josh is saying there's a lot of chaos that's about to ensue in college football this year. I'm going to ask him what specifically. But coming up next, we've got Kelly Ford of K Ford Ratings. So what are the odds that each of the Power Five conferences actually gets in to the college football playoff? you got five Power Fives. You've got four berths. In the game of musical chairs, who is most likely to be left out? My friends, we are live on location today at one of my favorite Ingalls markets. It's 8004 Warren H. Abernathy Highway. We both came to the right one. <laughs> A Warren H. Abernathy Highway in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Roll it on from 3 to 7. If we haven't had the privilege of meeting you, we would love that. And Offsides continues with Kelly Ford. Right after this, we are the Fan Up State. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. My friends, we are live on location. Ruby, I got to get the clues from you. I got to get the clues from you for today's uh, giveaway. But I can't wait to do that. Uh, you have a chance to win a gift card to Ingalls Markets this afternoon. 8004 Warren H. Abernathy Highway in beautiful Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, ended up spending a few hours with the wifey in uh, beautiful Spartanburg uh, this afternoon. Having a nice old time and rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Go ahead, swing on by. We would love to see you. Uh, if I haven't seen you in a while, would be great to see you. If I haven't met you ever, would be great to meet you. Inside the Corner Cafe, Ingalls Markets, 8004 Warren H. Abernathy Highway. Thrilled to be here, as is always the case. Joining us right now, 
He was delinquent in his upset pick last week. He never got it in. The dog ate his homework. He's going to be upset at me for calling him out on the show, and I don't really care. Kelly Ford of K Ford Ratings joins us Joins us right now. What's the excuse, Kelly, huh? What is it? What's the excuse? Hey, no excuse, Mark. I'm not even mad at you for calling me out. Hey, hold me accountable. I get it. The <laughs> reason, not an excuse, the reason is I was traveling for work last week. It is the one Saturday of the entire year where I'm not able to be in front of the five TV setup in my basement as I have real job responsibilities, but it's more than just Saturday. I had to leave on Wednesday, didn't get back home till Saturday night. So things got lost in the shuffle. I didn't even get all the website updates done. So not only was I delinquent in the pick, I was delinquent in that. So yeah, hold me accountable and uh, we'll be back on schedule this week. That's for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, if I'm going to give you a lashing like that, the last I can do, the least I can do is give you this real-time tweet that just came in from Christopher Tano. Kelly Ford is probably my favorite segment of the week on the show. I'm a number and analytics nerd. So am I, and I'm telling you, Kelly, I'm telling you, it's a bad thing to be a nerd up until about the age of 30. But there's something about hitting the age of 30 that chicks think it's sexy to be a nerd when you're over the age of 30. You know, like my wife married a nerd. She married a nerd. And, uh, you know, it, well, let, let's, let's ignore the fact that I would have had no chance with her in my 20s, okay? <laughs> but by the time I'm in my 30s and in my 40s, being a nerd becomes kind of cool. So let's, on, let's rock on with our nerddom here, Kelly. I, I look forward to it, pal. Uh, okay, <laughs> Kelly, I briefed you on this before the show today. Um, what are the odds for each of the Power Five conferences to get into the college football playoff? In the game of musical chairs, one is going to be left out here, right? We got uh, five people walking around the chairs. There's only four chairs here. Who is left out? What are the odds each are, each are put in? And Kelly, look at us here at Offsides. We're giving you content ideas, right? That's what we like yeah. to do. I haven't seen this yet up from you. I think this would be a great content idea for you. What do you got for us? Yeah, absolutely, Mark. It's a great idea. And I first just want to say thanks to the listener uh, for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. And, yes, I love coming on with you and Diesel every single week. It's an honor, and I'll always do it as long as I'm invited. So, yeah, getting into this question, it should come as no surprise here, Diesel, that uh, the SEC and the Big Ten are the two conferences that I have as the most likely to put a team into the college football playoff. As things stand right now, I have the Big Ten with a 95% chance to put at least one team in the Big Ten, or excuse me, in the college ball playoff. And then the SEC is right behind a 91% chance to put at least one team into the college football playoff. So those are the two that are the favorites, but you're asking more about who's the te- or which one's going to be left out here potentially. I actually have the ACC as the third most likely to put a team in. I've got Florida State right now with an 85% chance to make the playoff. My numbers just don't think they're going to lose a game, and if they don't, they will be in. I am pretty certain of that. So I've actually got the ACC with an 86% chance to put a team in. So that leaves two. It's the Pac-12 or the Big 12. And I'm going to say that it's the Big 12 that is the the conference that is most likely to be left out here, and that is strictly because there's really only one team that has a chance right now, and that would be Texas 
whereas the Pac-12 has both Washington and Oregon that each have a chance to make it. The, uh, the Pac-12 has a 68% chance to put a team in. The Big 12 is basically just Texas, which right now I give a 23% chance to happen. So that's how I'd stack them up. SEC and Big 10 overwhelmingly likely. ACC as well because of Florida State, even though Louisville's still sniffing around. It's really the Pac-12 and the Big 12, and right now I lean Pac-12 because they have two options, whereas the Big 12 only has one. Kelly, who no, Kelly, if it's okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, that's my bad. Go ahead. Kelly, who have been the biggest movers in your power ratings this, this, this season, both positive and negative? Yeah, uh, it's a great question, Diesel. Let me pull it up here. I've got that ready to go. So the season rating movement, this is from August, you know, the preseason power ratings to current. Right now, this week, going into week 12, Oregon has been the team that's been upgraded the most by the model. Oregon is a full 10 points higher in the power rating that's football points per game higher in the power rating than they were to start the year kansas state is number two uh unlv jacksonville state and liberty round out the top five and then if you go to the teams that have been downgraded the most by the model number one would be baylor the bears are down a full 12 points since the preseason temple michigan state Pitt and San Diego State round out the bottom five, if you will, in terms of which teams have been downgraded the most by the model this year. Kelly for joining us. Kelly, uh, I didn't brief you on this, but I think you're going to be able to do it with the numbers you have in front of you. What conference is most likely to get two? Um, I don't think it is. As you said, the Big 12 only has one candidate. The Pac-12, I think Washington, Oregon, could be an elimination game and one might be eliminated before that both get Oregon State before they they have a rematch Um, then you have the ACC there's no way that the ACC gets two in my opinion even if Louisville were to run the table Uh, is it the Big Ten or is it the SEC Alabama suddenly looks like they're capable of winning out including Georgia does is Georgia guaranteed to get in if Alabama beats them is Alabama guaranteed to get in if they beat Georgia? What happens with the whole Texas loss, right? So what would you say between those two leagues most likely to get two in? Yeah, Mark, right now, I had a feeling you'd ask the question, so I did run the numbers. Right now, um, the Big Ten is the conference that's most likely to get two in by my numbers. There's a 34% chance that that happens, which is actually a little bit higher than I would have guessed. But, again, we have to remember right now, Neither team has a loss, and and Ohio State or Michigan is going to lose here uh, next week, and then potentially that could be their only loss. The other team would have to go to the Big Ten Championship where they're most likely going to play Iowa. That is baked into the numbers, but we don't know how the committee is going to react to that. We don't know what that loss looks like yet. For the SEC, they're second highest on this list. They've got a 21% chance to put two teams in. Um, It is Alabama. It is Georgia. Mark, to answer your question on what happens, a scenario that I find incredibly interesting, maybe not interesting for for listeners in your area if they're SEC fans. I know you've got a a good ACC uh, contingent as well. What What if Florida State wins out, Washington wins out, either Ohio State or Michigan wins out? For this sake, it doesn't matter which one. One of them 13-0. You've got three 13-0 teams. Texas wins out. So they're 12-1 Big 12 champs. And then Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Now Alabama's 12-1 and with an SEC championship. Georgia's 12-1 and with no conference championship, but they're the two-time defending national champions. You're not leaving out the 13-0 and teams. Like, I, I just don't believe the committee would do that. I don't even know what my most deserving rankings would say. I don't, the committee wouldn't do that, in my opinion. 
So now you've got these three teams, 12-1 and Texas, 12-1 and Bama, 12-1 and Georgia, all sitting there with, with one spot to go. How do you not – if you're a committee member, how do you not give it to Texas? Because Texas beat Alabama, who beat Georgia. And believe me, Mark, I'm the first one to say the transitive property does not apply in college football predictive analytics. It shouldn't even necessarily apply all the time in the, the resumes, in the most deserving rankings, and it doesn't, for me, explicitly factor in. But you're at the end of the year. You're evaluating three teams for one spot, and they played each other. Now, Texas didn't play Georgia, but Texas-Alabama and Alabama-Georgia, they played. How do you not honor the on-field results? That's my question for the committee. I don't know what they do. Would you leave out the SEC entirely, the two-time defending national champs, and the team that beat them? I don't know, Mark. That would be a nightmare for the committee. Kelly, I asked you a similar question to this last week, but given that the NCAA is meeting on this topic tonight, information at hand could change drastically. What do your numbers say the difference is between Tulane and James Madison? The NCAA are meeting uh, to, to discuss their appeal again this evening, and if they approve it, then James Madison is now uh, potentially in the running for uh, for the New Year's Six game. So uh, where are those te- two teams relative to each other? Yeah, so uh, for the sake of determining which one's going to be in the most or in the, the New Year's Six diesel, I'd be looking at my most deserving rankings there. And, hey, I know James Madison, as things stand right now, is not eligible for postseason play, and so that therefore the committee doesn't rank them. Well, I rank them in my most deserving metric because there's no reason for me not to. I'm not deciding anything. This is just what the numbers say. I have James Madison right now most deserving ranked number 12 in the entire country. That is number one among G5 teams. I actually, Diesel, have Liberty out of Conference USA, who's 10-0. and 0. I have them number 21 in the most deserving ranking. It's not until you get down to 26 that you see Tulane sitting there um, at 9-1. and 1. But I will say, with what's left to play on the schedule this year, Tulane does have the biggest opportunity to improve their resume, if you will, just looking at what's remaining. Because Tulane, if we look at their schedule here, they've got a game at Florida Atlantic this week. That's probably not going to do much to move the needle. I've got Florida Atlantic power rated number 94. But a home game against UTSA next week, that's a, that's a potentially a big one. UTSA is number 59 in the power ratings, but the committee is going to like that UTSA has a good win-loss record, still undefeated in conference play. And then most likely they'd be playing SMU in the uh, American Athletic Conference championship game, and I right now have SMU power-rated number 23. I mean, that would be a really, really good win for them to cement that resume. So it would be close between, I, I believe, Tulane and, uh, and James Madison at that point. But as things stand right now, James Madison, it's hard to go undefeated. I don't care what you know, I don't care what schedule you're playing, what conference you're in, what level you're playing. I don't care what sport it is. It's hard to go undefeated. James Madison's doing that, and my goodness, they have a very impressive resume right now, regardless of their G5 status or transitioning status. They just have a really good resume. Kelly Ford joining us here on the show. Kelly, can I ask you what we asked you last week, but now a week later? Odds that Clemson finishes unbeaten, runs the table with two remaining games? North Carolina and South Carolina, odds that the Gamecocks do the same. Games against Kentucky, games a game against Clemson to end the season. What would those what would the odds be for each team of finishing two and zero? Absolutely. Let me pull it up here. Uh, I've got the Clemson dashboard in front of me now. My numbers give it a forty percent chance that Clemson finishes the regular season at eight and four, winning each of their upcoming games here. 
My numbers like Clemson this week by about four and a half points, and then they like uh, they like the Tigers at South Carolina by about five points next week and what's going to be what I'm sure is a very, very good football game, highly anticipated by your listeners, I'm sure, Mark. And then if we go down to South Carolina's team dashboard here in the SEC section, just a 20% chance that they finish um, at 6-6 six and six and become bowl eligible. That's up, though, from where it has been recently, right? They've won two in a row. Granted, we expected them to win those two, 81% and 83% respectively going into those games where the win expectancies. Now my numbers like South Carolina by about two this week at home against Kentucky, and I already mentioned Clemson's a five-point favorite against the Gamecocks, even though that game is in Columbia. So, um, yeah, 20% chance there if they can get past Kentucky here and set up an all-or-nothing game to go bowling against Clemson, it's, you, you can't account for some of those factors, right? The motivation levels, the rivalry aspect, the revenge factor for Clemson, all that stuff kind of bleeds into it. But right now, 20% chance for South Carolina to get to six. And for Clemson, it's a 40% chance to get to eight. Kelly, what have you seen over the past two or three weeks since the scandal has really kicked up a lot of dust at Michigan? Have you seen any drop-off in Michigan's power rating or are they just as strong as ever? Uh, Diesel, it's a very fair question. And they're not just as strong as ever. I, right now, I have them stronger than they've ever been this year. I think this Michigan team is playing at an incredibly high level. This is the fourth consecutive week I've had Michigan power rated number one in my rating. Michigan started the year number four in I talked early in the year about how this team wasn't necessarily impressing the model. They fell as low as number 14 in the power ratings going into a week four game against Rutgers, which they won 31 to seven. From that point on, they have steadily improved their power rating every week. They were number 12 the next week, number eight the week after that, up to number four, then number three. And like I said, they've been number one now for four straight weeks. But with a power rating of 28.6, this is the highest I've had Michigan power rated all year. And, guys, I looked this up for a podcast I was doing last week, I think it was. The last time Michigan ended the year number one in my power ratings, I have to go back a ways into my historical data set, 1964 that's the last time michigan topped college football in my power ratings at the end of the year if they continue playing this way they will certainly have a chance to do that here in 2023 big big test against ohio state next week though of course kelly ford k ford ratings joining us here on the show uh kelly i was watching josh paid and josh joins us as you know a little bit later in the show on wednesdays at 4 20 p.m he predicts because he says we've never had chalk at the end of the season in college football. He predicts chaos. My question to you is, Kelly, what is the most likely chaos point, you know, or the domino that creates a bunch of chaos as you look at your games and as you look at the numbers here? Uh, I've got a list of 10 games here, Kelly, all of which could be the domino that messes the entire birthday cake up. Louisville over Florida State, Miami against Louisville, Minnesota against Ohio State, Oregon State, Washington, Iowa State, Texas, Oregon, Oregon State, Alabama, Georgia, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, and Florida, Florida State. I tried to pick games, Kelly, that at least had a better than snowball's chance in Hades of actually producing a close contest, right? Minnesota seems like the type of game that could get a sleepy performance from Ohio State, but who knows? I'm curious. If, if, if we never get chalk in college football, where is the chaos most likely to come? 
Yeah, and I, I always like to think of myself as kind of the junior varsity game right before Josh comes on with the varsity here on Wednesday <laughs> with you guys. So it's absolutely fantastic. I'm honored to be on the same day as him on the same show with you and you, Mark and Diesel. Um, but for me, some of those games you mentioned, Mark, I agree. Some of them I, I have a harder time seeing the pass. But Josh is right, and, and any college football fan can tell you we always get chaos. That's why we love this sport. That's why 2007 is such a special year for me and for so many college football fans. And shoot, my team lost in the national championship game that year. I still look back fondly on that season. Um, So, okay. Any game involving Oregon state here down the stretch, they've got Washington and they've got Oregon. Shoot, Oregon state's favorite against Washington this week. My number is a little surprised by that. I have Washington by two, but still that's a toss up game. They could definitely be a chaos agent here. Just given the schedule they have left. I'm trying to think some of the other games you mentioned. Absolutely, Alabama-Georgia. That could be a chaos game, not even because we don't think Alabama can win the game. I mean, I think my numbers right now make it Georgia minus one. Like, Alabama has a great chance to win that game, but because of the impact it could have on the CFP picture, and that's how we generally define chaos this late in the year is what does it do to the postseason picture. That's one that I would put in there as well. Um, Some of those other ones you mentioned, Mark, I'm not quite as sold on. One that I did like was Louisville-Florida State because if Louisville does beat Florida State, that certainly – I mean, it might open up a spot in the CFP. I would think at this point, I don't think Florida State probably gets in with one loss. I don't think Louisville's getting in um, with one loss, given the, the, the resume that they'd have at that point. So I, I know my numbers give them a 6% chance to make it right now, but they need a lot more chaos than what we've just talked about. I don't think – I know Auburn's a rivalry game for Alabama. I know um, Florida's a rivalry game for Florida State. I'm not convinced that those are the ones that are going to be the trip-ups because I think those teams are going to be highly motivated. The, the favorites can be highly motivated in those games. I, I, I hear what you're saying about Ohio State-Minnesota. That is the type of game. I just don't think Minnesota's the team to do it. I mean, did you see that game last week against Purdue? Yikes. I don't, I don't know about Minnesota right now. Um, but, yeah, I'd say that those was Oregon State's the team for sure that you have circled right now, given what they have in front of them these next two weeks and what that could do to cannibalize or prop up the, the Pac-12 over the next two weeks and then the SEC championship game. Man, I just, I'm going back to the scenario we talked about earlier. Can you imagine a 14 playoff with no SEC teams? I think there's a path. I just don't know how the committee would react. Kelly Ford, K Ford Ratings is where you can find him on Twitter. Uh, great content, as is always the case. Kelly, thanks so much for the data of the day. Power Five Conference's chances of making the college football playoff. Uh, I'll look for your upset pick, sir. Thanks so much for all you do, my friend. You got it, Mark. Thanks for having me. You and Diesel have a good one. Take care. All right, Kelly Ford. We've got your upset picks challenge coming up at 4 o'clock p.m., but up next on the show, I can't believe. I mean, this is the greatest homerism I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe that this fan base is not on board with their coach being on the hot seat. They should be because he most certainly is. That's next here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are 
the fan upstate, it is time to commence with the clues for the day. All you got to do, do you want to win a gift card to Ingalls Markets? We're inside the Corner Cafe, 8004 Warren H. Abernathy Highway in Spartanburg, South Carolina of Ingalls Markets. Here's all you've got to do, okay? Swing on by the Corner Cafe and let us know the answer to the question. We're going to put your name in the box at the end of the show. We'll draw a name, and one of you is going to win a $25 Ingalls gift card. How about that? Clue number one, this product sells 1 million boxes a day. 1 million boxes a day. What is it? It's it. What is it? It's it. What is it? We've got our upset picks coming your way at uh, 4 o'clock p.m. today. Uh, let us get to this, my friends. This is crazy to me. So uh, the other day I posted, uh, I made a post about uh, hot seat coaches in the NFL. And it hit well. You know, um, you know, I, I did something unique. I, I made it like a tiered system. The hotter the coach, the more little fire emojis that he had next to his name, right? So not only do you have the hot seat coaches, but you have a how hot are they? Are they first-degree burns, second-degree burns, third-degree burns? How hot are they? And, you know, it was interesting to me to kind of gauge what everyone's responses were. Who do you think the hottest coaches right now in the NFL are? in terms of hot seat, in terms of not hot at all, in terms of, yeah, they're in danger, brother. They're in danger of losing their gig. Um, uh, uh, before I start, I have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got ten names on the list. Do you guys realize that um, seven NFL coaches are fired every year? Seven. The last ten years, 69 head coaches have been fired. And whereas Rob Gronkowski loves that number, uh, NFL head coaches don't, okay? They don't. I did not include Bill Belichick on the hot seat. There is a rumor out right, right now, started by Dan Orlovsky, that Bill Belichick is going to leave New England at the end of this year and is going to accept another job uh, and be, be the coach and GM at a new team, right? That rumor is out there. Uh, and it's, it's out there this year. So we're going to see how that goes. I don't have him on the hot seat. Why? Because he's been so great for so long that I don't think Kraft would ever do anything. Kraft to Kraft, Bill Belichick has earned the right to go out on his own terms. But here's who I do have on my hot seat. Todd Bowles, Tampa. Arthur Smith, Atlanta. Frank Reich, Carolina Panthers. Dennis Allen, New Orleans Saints, Matt Lefleur. Must say it like a Frenchman, Matt Lefleur. Matt Eberflus of the Chicago Bears is on the hot seat. Ron Rivera is on the hot seat in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Brandon Staley of the L.A. Chargers. Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans. And Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills. Now, what if I presented this to you uh, under the pretense that I'm going to go from the the, you know, the, the friendliest warm seat to those guys who are in serious danger, okay? So we're, we're going from mild heat to scalding hot here, okay? 
Frank Reich has the least hot seat. Now, I say that, but Dave and Nicole Tepper were at practice on the field watching it the other yesterday, which they haven't done. They don't like what they're seeing. They don't like what they're taking in. So maybe I'm wrong on this, but on a scale of one to five flame emojis, I've only got Frank Reich with one, okay? Here are the guys that I have with two. Next up on the hot seat markers, Arthur Smith, Dennis Allen, Matt LaFleur, and Mike Vrabel. Arthur Smith, I think, has won enough, and I think Arthur Blank likes him in Atlanta, and I think he realizes that it's not Arthur Smith who's the problem. It's the quarterback that's the problem, right? But there's a lot of Falcons fans that are saying, why in the heck isn't B. John Robinson getting the ball more? Dennis Allen, you get the sense in New Orleans, he wasn't their first choice. He may have been the best of a bad bunch, but he was not their first choice. So how long are you going to stick with somebody who wasn't your first choice, right? Especially when that, when that team is underperforming. Matt LaFleur, Green Bay. What is he great at, Matt LaFleur? Name for me his unbelievable strength. Is he a quarterback whiz? Obviously not. The great offense, great defense. Like, What is he great at? Green Bay is, is fading into the abyss right now without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, then I've got Mike Vrabel, Tennessee. At this point, Mike Vrabel, Tennessee, the message just kind of feels like it's getting a little bit stale to me, right? It's just, is it time for a new voice? So who has a hotter seat than these, these, these uh, four? Todd Bowles, Ron Rivera. Todd Bowles and Ron Rivera, they both have three flames. Why? Well, again... Todd Bowles, can you write the ship? You were the best fit for Tom Brady next last season in an offensive era. Is an old-school defensive guy with a conservative approach, is that the right fit for the modern era? Very likely the Glazer family in Tampa. They also own Manchester United. Very likely they're going to say no. Ron Rivera, love him. Great coach. Leader of men. But they've got a new owner. What does a new owner want to do? You saw Dave Tepper in Carolina. Out with the old, in with the new. It's not our guy. It was never our guy. We would have never hired this guy. Plus, Washington does not look playoff bound. Ron Rivera has three flames as well, which leaves us three coaches with hotter seats. All right? I've got Brandon Staley in third place. He could imminently be fired, folks. I mean, this, this could be imminent. You've, you've paid, you've mortgaged the entire life savings of the whole family to sign Justin Herbert. He's been good, not great. The talent on the team is good, not great. The performance of the team is mediocre. Underachieving, given the talent on the team, Brandon Staley's in big trouble. Plus, he's a defensive coach. They stink at defense, 30th in defense. Hottest seats in the NFL, my opinion. Matt Eberflus, just not the guy in Chicago. And Sean McDermott. And that's the guy I was telling you about. I posted that. And Buffalo Bills fans said, McDermott's not in the hot seat. What are you, nuts? Did you guys watch the Monday Night Football game the other night? Buffalo, Denver? How is he not on the hot seat? Every year, Buffalo is a Super Bowl favorite. They've never made it there. They've never even made the conference championship game. And Josh Allen is regressing, not progressing under his lead. They're 5-5 five and five right now, Buffalo is. They're unlikely to make the playoffs this year. All you Buffalo Bills fans who are yelling at me, he's not on the hot seat, read my lips. 
They don't make the playoffs this year. He's gone. He is gone. Boom. Out of here. What did I get right? What did I get wrong? 71307 on the carpro.com text line. It is time, my friends, for our upset picks of the week, which are coming your way next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.